Hello, welcome to the Weekly Song Podcast. Um, my name is Roger, and I'm doing another solo episode again. Um, this week is another episode kind of outside of the regular series. Um, so if this is your first time hearing the show, what normally happens is uh, my co-host, Declan Kitchener, uh, and I, we each write a song from scratch in the space of seven days. And we bring them to this podcast and we talk about how we wrote them and uh, the influences and the chords and the lyrics and all that stuff that goes into songwriting. Because we're in the midst of COVID-19 at the moment, I thought it would be kind of cool to make a bit more content for this podcast channel, basically. So I have decided this week to write a song on the podcast. I was kind of thinking, like, what should I do with this episode? So I was going to do like a Q&A, but um, I decided not to do that in the end. Um, and I was going to do like how to kind of creatively like get over road bumps, which I guess is kind of what this episode is. But what I'm essentially going to try and do is write a song in this episode, like um, live, I guess you could say, and uh, see how it turns out and talk you through how I write songs purely in an attempt to kind of maybe provide some insight um, to where you might slip up, especially if you're like, because I know we have like quite a few new songwriters, you know, people who email into the show um, pretty regularly saying that they've just started writing songs or writing songs regularly <clears throat> and like getting into the craft of how to do it. So this is kind of for anybody who, you know, writes a verse and then they get stuck and they go, well, I got a great verse, but, you know, I'm so frustrated that I don't have a bridge and I don't have a chorus and I can't, I can't complete anything. Um, or maybe you are really good at writing verses or choruses, let's say. You write yourself a great chorus um, with a cool melody, but what do you do for lyrics? You know, um, lyrics are quite an intimidating thing, especially when you first start. It's like, um, you know, Declan often says, like, he's not a poet, he's a musician. Like, if he was a poet he would write poems but I think that's kind of the the for me when I first started writing lyrics it was like what do I write about you know like they say write about what you know which is true and a good place to start I think but like you know where where do you kind of get the seed of what you're going to write about and what are some good like lyrical themes to touch on so hopefully this podcast episode will answer a few of those questions and sort of help help you out along the way so um i'm kind of nervous about this one because like usually there's some kind of plan there's a song already written for this show and all that sort of thing but um in this one i'm just going to write a song um so i've got my guitar in my hand and i have my uh, my notebook in front of me and a pen in fact why don't i put my pen oh there it is okay good right it's all going according to plan and I also have my iPhone. Um, so these are the four tools which I use to, you know, three tools really, the three tools I use to write songs. And I think it's important to have these things near you. Um, you know, I mean, they're very basic tools. <clears throat> you don't uh, need anything special. You don't need a special notebook or anything like that. You just need pen and paper. You need the old guitar or piano if you write, you know, uh, with an instrument to accompany you. And you also want something to record your ideas. And I think that's probably the most important bit, which I'll kind of get to as I go along. Um, the great thing about that is that 
you know, say you're you're playing and you're just coming up with melodies and all that sort of thing for like two hours and you come up with something great 15 minutes into that two hours, you obviously need to have some means of recording it um, or else you'll go, ah, crap, I had a really good verse idea earlier and now it's completely lost. So the iPhone is just a kind of like, um, as you're going through, record these ideas, but not in a perfect manner, not in like, okay, this is this is the most perfect thing I could come up with. I think it's really important when you're in this stage of songwriting, where you... Oh, we've got a text. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, it's um, it's really important when you're at this stage with, like, a right now I've got a blank notepad in front of me, which I'm sure is quite a familiar um, thing for, for a few of you, having that sort of blank, intimidating white page in front of you, and you've got the guitar. So it's important, what I'm saying is it's important to not be a perfectionist at this stage. Um, another thing is I'm not going to talk about the chord names very much. I'll probably touch on them a couple of times, but this isn't about chord writing. This is more about like, I don't know, just seeing how somebody writes. Um, I think, I think it's probably helpful in the same way that like I've gotten into drawing recently. Um, and I am not a great, um, artist, um, visually. So I watch a lot of people on YouTube simply like, you know, a camera over their canvas or their or their sketchbook and they're just drawing and you go oh okay it's cool how they did that line it's cool you know you see when they take their breaks you see when they um how they shade all that sort of stuff i think it just kind of helps to for some people to see how something is made right okay i've spoken about i've spoken on this intro for ages now so i'm just going to dive in and just show you how i write a song so a lot of this is going to be me just writing and i'm going to try and intersperse that with some talk about what I'm doing um, but again not cordially mostly kind of like in terms of how I'm getting it down onto the page okay so here we go so what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick a chord I, I noticed that just like without even really thinking about this um, as I went to start writing a song I'm just moving as you can probably hear just moving my hand around on the fretboard. It's almost like a kind of wheel of fortune spinning, like which chord is it going to land on? Um, that chord will probably be the root of my song. Um, so let me see. So I'm just kind of like playing a few sort of familiar shapes, letting my hand warm up. So I'm settling on D minor, but I'm going to keep going, try and find another key. Um, if you're a guitarist and you have been playing guitar for quite a while, then there are certain keys, and you'll know this, um, that are really comfortable and familiar to play. And like, for example, if you take a G shape, then you know you can go C, D, G. I mean, that's a really cool way to just get in there, you know what I mean? Just like, if you're comfortable with G, then writing in G will give you a good footing, a good foundation to start writing with. Um, but that said, I do think it's important, if, especially if you've kind of like been writing a few songs recently, to kind of um, jump into a new key that you're less familiar with, because you'll probably get less predictable results. You'll probably get a few more melodies and, and things that surprise you a little bit more. A bit of coffee. Um, yeah, this isn't quite as edited as the normal podcast, by the way. Um, this isn't like a streamlined, you know, thing. Um, so. 
still trying to find my key. Okay, so I have decided to write in the key of G. Um, if you're listening to this and trying to play along with it, um, which I wouldn't necessarily recommend. This isn't kind of like, it's more of an encouragement to sort of write your own thing. You know what I mean? But the process is the thing to look at. But if you are doing that, then I am a step down, as is quite often the case on the show. Um, uh, a couple of people have asked why I, <laughs> why I always tune down. It's kind of like a force of habit at this point. The guitar I'm writing on at the moment is just this cheap nylon classical um, acoustic guitar, um, which I always have tuned down because I wrote a lot of songs when I was younger that because my voice has gotten a little bit deeper, you know, in the past few years. So like songs I would normally play in standard tuning are now much easier to play like a tone down or a semitone down. So anyway, I'm a semitone down. And I'm playing in, in G for me. Okay, so so now I've got my first chord. Um, if you listen to last week's episode where I'm talking about the Roman numeral degrees of the scale, you'll know that I have um, uh, sort of eight basic chords in the scale to choose from diatonically, which means within the rules of what I'm playing in the G major scale. So I'm not going to go much into depth with that this week. I'm just saying that to say that there are some... Uh, tools in my toolbox, some colors on my palette, so to speak, that um, I can definitely use. So I'm going to just kind of play around with them. I'm going to go non-diatonic really quickly because it's just kind of the way I write. But, okay, so I'm just playing around with G as the starting starting point. So all I'm kind of doing there is I'm generally establishing a tone and a feel for the song. So, I mean, now as you kind of develop and pick up riffs, you can change the speed as you go um, accordingly to kind of how you feel. But a lot of this is kind of done on intuition. So I'm kind of, I know I got my, like I say, my G chord center, and I know I got this feel. So let me play around a little bit more with it and get something a bit more unusual, a bit something with a bit more character that doesn't just sound like a generic... Um, example of a chord progression, something that sounds actually more like a song. So let me just play around here. Okay, so I like that as a rhythm, but I feel like um, it's not very chordally unique yet. I, mean, I like the bit where it goes. I think that's kind of a nice little um, bit of character for the riff, for the chord progression. So let me see what I can develop that into. Taking that same sort of motif. I'm kind of pausing there um, because 
when I go, I go, <laughs> that's this, you fall back into the same tricks that you've used in other songs, and sometimes it's so obviously like the other song that, it, you know, you pause and you kind of go, okay, right, let's change that up a little bit. I think that's worth saying because, you know, that is a lot like my other song, Grand Pier. You know, that same movement there. Um, but uh, so it's an option, but it's like you don't want to kind of go for the same things every single time or else your songs kind of all sound the same. So it's kind of something to avoid. Now that's close, but I just feel like there's something that needs to be changed in there. Something that's the same rhythm. What do I want to change that to? That's something. That's just changing the uh, third chord in the progression to a minor shape. So it's kind of got a different flavor to it. I hope you can hear that. Hmm. Oh, what about. Yes, okay, see, there we go. And uh, you kind of get this little <laughs> this little burst of joy, like, okay, got it. Um, I hope that's kind of like clear why I'm pleased with that. So rather than going like this, which is fine. I mean, you know, if you could, don't think like, if you come up with an idea that's simple, don't think, oh, I should really develop this into something more complicated. That's not the point I'm trying to make here. The point is, does that kind of, does, does that do it for me? Like, not for anybody else, like, not like, is this good enough for anyone else's approval? Like, for me, in this song I'm trying to write, does that tick the box for me in terms of simply, you know, do I think it's good? So for me, that was okay. Like, not great for me writing this song. So when I go like this, there's a real difference to that. It's the same type of riff, it's the same rhythm, it's the same length, you know? but it has a difference to it, um, which I think is quite pronounced. So let me just see where I can take that next. So like, <clears throat> I'm feeling out the melody there. There's this um, element as well to songwriting, which I find is quite a, a comfort which is having a loop, having a loop going, um, at least for your intro. I mean, if you are uh, familiar with the podcast and you've heard my songwriting before, you'll probably notice that like my intros repeat the same thing twice, quite often, with exceptions, of course. Um, and that is because it's kind of a pretty good um, microcosm of me starting to write a song. The intros to my songs are like me trying to find my footing I mean, once you've got the intro, the rest is pretty plain sailing. So the beginning of this podcast is probably going to be quite a lot longer than when I'm writing the verses. So anyway, <clears throat> so I got this so far. So now I go down to that chord. So I'm going major four to minor four there, which is fine and cool, but it's like 
still there's this question mark in my head like with the first part of the riff I was talking about where it's like it's fine it's okay it's like don't get hung up on it too much but for me it's like it's pretty obvious it's like an obvious place to go um a, le a slightly less obvious place to go would be to go from the um uh what am I talking about here the major two to the five so with sevens you know so let's see how that sounds Now, there's quite a jump between, um, and, well, it's like, there's not much of an emotional, or, or, like, melodic bridge between. They sound a little bit discordant next to each other, so, okay, I'm going to try something else. Let's try making that, um, that, uh, 2-7 chord, let's try making that a minor instead. Nope. I think it has to be C next. Okay, and see, notice there how, like, that that does it for me a little bit more. I'm not quite there yet, but I simplified it there. So it's like, it's not necessarily like, let's go further into non-diatonic territory, where we go, okay, what weird chord can we use next? Let's get a diminished in there to make it less predictable. Sometimes it's just like, just stay on the C longer, you know? Or stay, stay, stay on the chord that works longer. Um, so like this. So there's something there. I mean, I won't get too hung up on this because this isn't going to be like a... This is going to be a really long podcast if I keep on um, hammering on at the intro. But there is a, there is kind of a point to that, um, which is if you get a good intro, it kind of gives you a really good footing for the rest of the song. And it kind of gives you a boost of confidence as to like, okay, I've got a good start now. Um, so it's like hammering out that intro, um, getting it as like sculpted as you can. Um, again, not perfect, but like um, pretty good. So let, let's just call this the intro. Okay, here we go. And then I'm going to record it onto my iPhone. Okay, so um, what I'm doing now, just to kind of talk you through it properly is I'm opening up my iPhone here, opening up the voice memos, and this is going to be a very imperfect recording, and I'm going to cut out this bit where I actually record it, because it's, you just heard me play it, um, but I'm recording it um, just so that, you know, in, I don't know, like 30 minutes or something, I will have forgotten the exact, like, phrasing and sound of this, so I'm using this as just an external memory for myself, so I'm about to record on the iPhone, and I'll be back in a sec. Okay, so I've recorded that on the iPhone, um, and there's nothing to write down on the um, lyric sheet yet, because we haven't got any lyrics, obviously. Sometimes, it's if you've got like a really complicated chord progression, it's important to go like, okay, right, write them down in order to the best of your like musical knowledge. Um, have a bit of coffee, a sec. But, um, but yeah, so nothing's written on the lyric sheet yet. So now, now I've got my, my intro, I'm going to go into the verse. Um, now... As a kind of um, general rule of thumb, just to kind of get you going, I think it's um, a good idea to start the verse on the same chord that you start the... Wait, what did I just say? Yeah, start the verse on the same chord you started the intro on. 
um, because it is kind of in the same territory. Um, and, and also the intro might have given you a couple of um, melodic ideas, you know, that you might want to try out in the verse. Yeah, in the verse. Um, now, you can just use the intro as the verse. You know what I mean? Like, just, just like, play... And just kind of use that. But I'm going to try and uh, break it up a little bit, because in my mind at this point, the intro I've just written is going to reoccur as like a kind of bridge between the end of the chorus and the start of the second verse. Um, like a kind of riff, you know, like something to, to come back on, a motif, like a, a theme. Um, so hopefully this all makes sense so far. Um, so for the verse, I'm going to kind of do the same thing I did for the intro, which is essentially playing around with we uh, with sort of like tonal ideas, chordal ideas, but also adding into the mix melodic ideas vocally. So you'll notice that I'm going to be singing um, a mixture between like la la la, you know, um, what's the word? Sort of non-verbal um, vo vocal stuff, yeah, and uh, and actual lyrics, like basic lyrics. And I'll I'll try to talk about where the lyrics come from. Um, but it might be kind of difficult to explain. But basically, you're just saying the first word that comes into your head. So let me have a quick go at that. Okay, my phone keeps going off, so I'm going to silence that. Okay, here we go. So um, there's nothing really solid there yet, but um, I'm going from <laughs> my voice just squeaked. Then um, I'm going from the one to the uh, let me see the, the three, the natural three, um, and then in my intro again, I'm not touching on the chords too much because this is just a kind of like this isn't like a chord uh, talk. This is just kind of like uh, the structuring of it. But I had this interesting D minor. Which is non-diatonic is the fifth, but it's non-diatonic um, for the key I'm playing in, and I had that in the chorus. There it is. Um, so I know that I, that's a kind of like uh, how do I describe this? It's like a, it's like a it's an important flavor to the song so far. It's um, it's it's like a character point of of the song. It's something that um, has. Um, you know, it could inform the tone of the song, essentially. So I know that I'll kind of want to use that in the verse, or the chorus, maybe, but it wants to reoccur somewhere, so let me just play along with this a bit more. So um, it's kind of weird, like analyzing this as I go. But you'll notice that in the verse, uh, sorry, in the intro, um, I've got this kind of rhythm that goes boom, ta ta ta, right? Boom, ka, ta ta ta. Um, and then in the verse, the chords are going slower, but the vocal melody is maintaining that rhythm. Okay, and it might sound like I'm kind of like 
overthinking this, but that is just what came out, and that's probably through practice of like writing for some time. But bum 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 bum, you hear that? I don't know where you had to stop from. Okay, okay then we'll go to that D minor, which we like, which is kind of like a kind of uh, you know a bit of character for the song. And then at this point, I'm like, but no feeling I could. Which again is that loop mentality, like that loops back to the beginning of what our potential verse. Thum, bum, bum, bum. Okay, so it's like we got three chords here and a little bit of a melody. Thum, bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 no feeling I could. Ba, da, da, da. And see, on the last bit there, I'm just singing with no lyrics, just a melody. And it's like. Like, what do we need to fill in the gaps that we need? A, um, chords, and B, lyrics. So it's like, you kind of got like this mental tick list, which kind of like, uh, it's like a muscle memory that kind of strengthens after a while, that just kind of becomes second nature. So, I mean, the next question is, what is the next chord? What could the next chord be? Bum, 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 bum. Okay, so <clears throat> this is something that happens kind of cool as well, which is where you really want your iPhone next to you. Or, or you know, or other phones are available. Um, the podcast isn't sponsored by Apple or anything. Um, so what I've just done is, while trying to figure out what that chord was and the gap we were just talking about, um, I've come up with a way to get to a potential next section. So you want to record those things, because those things are worth recording, you know. So um, I'm just going to... I'll do it actually on mic so you can hear, but I'm just pressing record on my iPhone in a sec and then gonna play what I just played and just try and develop it a little bit more. So here we go. Bum, 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 bum. You got the same feeling I got wasted alone. I could see with all my heart. I could see. Okay, so I'm pressing stop on the iPhone. So now you can see I kind of got this this way to get into the next section, which is like, which is cool because, well, it's kind of like a double-edged thing. It's like on one hand, I know I've got a next section, so hooray. And on the other hand, it's like, okay, right, but I still got to fill in that gap. So let's do that now. Bum, dum, dum, say, I've got an old feeling I can't waste in time with you. I want to say... Okay, so, um, I hope something that's quite hard to articulate is, is, is being articulated here, uh, just through the sort of watching the process, but you'll notice that I, I'm quite quick to jump to the next section, like, I'm spending time writing, but at the same time I've got one eye on what's the next section going to be, what are the lyrics going to be, I mean, 
in my mind at least, and maybe maybe this comes across in the audio here, there's like there's like a thought process or like an emotional like lyrical theme coming across. I mean, this is very like personal to like you as a songwriter and to me as a songwriter, but like the tone of the song implies a certain feeling, and then that feeling it's like that thing I said before, like, write about what you know. To me, it makes me think of, like, what's going on in my life that reflects that type of feeling. Um, and, you know, I'm thinking about somebody I know, and I'm thinking about um, what it's like for for them and what it's like for me. So it's like, already, you kind of got, like, a vague basis. Just, I mean, like, I've got no subject matter here in terms of, like, what to say to them or what they would say to me or anything like that. But I've got kind of, like, a vague thing so like you're cobbling together like okay this chord works that chord's a bit of a character a piece for the for the song you know and then okay this this feeling reminds me of this person I've been talking to or 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 this situation at work I've been going through or uh, how frustrated you got when something happened to you or or it might bring back a memory that was painful or, or happy or what have you you know so it's like you're kind of cobbling together these things that work for the point of the song one sec coffee all right, so um, so yeah, I've got kind of got one eye on the next section, and what did I want to say here? Like, the point is to not get stuck on one bit and trying to get it like perfect. Like, I feel like I feel like if you try and get the verse perfect, which it isn't, by the way, that verse I wrote is not perfect. It's just kind of like it serves its purpose, and it it's less that it's like musically perfect and more that it's like it starts me off on the right foot. Okay, anyway, so. So you'll notice also that there are... So, like, basically I've got there an intro, a verse, and... <clears throat> and uh, what do you call it? Like, maybe, like, a bridge to a chorus. Um, there are reoccurring themes, which I think make songwriting so much easier, rather than every line having, having to be different, every chord and every bar having to be different. It's like, that bit I've got there... I know somebody I can say Just repeat that. I can somebody I and then you can develop it, you know, and elongate it further, but it's like, allow yourself to have some repetitions, like in the same way I've got the... That rhythm is repeated in the verse. See? Again, just rising. So yeah, it, it. I think that's an important thing is like to get carried away a little bit because those are you normally where the most natural melodies come from. Uh, I hope it's kind of clear that I'm not like sat here with, you know, a manuscript paper and like working out which notes theoretically work next to each other. It's more just like um, 
like thinking out loud, singing out loud, like the same way you'd sing in the shower, I suppose is the closest um, thing you could say, you know, to it. Um, so I'm going to take a little break now. I'm just going to try and write some lyrics for that so that it's not right on the spot. Um, and I'll kind of cut back in with, you know, what I'm thinking and where I'm going to with the lyrics. So one sec. So at this point, I've got the um, guitar to the side of me. I put that down. Um, I've got my notepad in front of me and I got my pen. So it's like I've got these sort of phonetic sounds. I think that's the right word, phonetic. I got, you know, to start with. So I got one, two, three, four syllables. One, two, three, four. So it's like what fits there. And like, again, it's like going to that that sort of mental state of um, what am I thinking about? What what sort of emotion does this song have? If you're writing, if you're doing this exercise and you're writing like a really upbeat, like fast, acoustic, happy, summery song, then you might have in mind like, oh, you know, my girlfriend or, oh, you know, hanging out with my friends or whatever it is, you know. So like you, those friends that we're hypothetically talking about here have certain character traits that you might want to write into the song, you know, or you might even want to use their names. I think that's a, that's a cool point really quickly lyrically is like, if you can be specific about how something looks, smells, sounds, you know what I mean? Like really describe it in quite a um, articulate way. Or you can use somebody's name. That's a huge one. Like um, Supion Stevens' song Eugene is, is a great example of... Um, I'll put in a clip here. man who taught me to swim He couldn't quite say my first name Like a father he led it's a great example of a song that uses a name and it kind of like makes you feel like you know that person so anyway um that's a quick aside so anyway so we've got our four syllables bam 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 um so you just kind of like go through your rolodex of <laughs> like of lyrics that fit that you know i had to say and you notice on the bit where it goes hi i've got the word feeling that might stay that might not but it's like there's no reason it should be there other than that it just fits those two syllables and also fits the kind of pitch of where that's going to um i really hope this isn't just nonsense <laughs> oh this makes some sense okay so just yesterday okay so just yesterday, I'm writing that down. Um, it might be um, tempting to, you know, worry about just yesterday what? Like, what What was just yesterday? Um, or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where does that go? Like, where does that go, like, poetically? And it's like, you've got to have some trust in yourself, I think, that you'll work it out as you go along. I know that sounds a bit basic, but... Um, so I got just yesterday... I had the same, so same day, kind of poetic license, kind of rhyming there. Um, just yesterday, I had the same. And we know we got, when we go to the high bit, feeling I had. And you see how it kind of comes together. Like, that didn't take that much thought, and it doesn't even make sense yet. That's the that's the cool thing. And it's like that thing, like I said, about trusting just the process. It Like, it does come. I think that's, that's the biggest thing of any of this. Like, beyond, like, music theory or anything like that, just, like... Just sit down and write and see what happens. It might not be the best thing you've ever written. This isn't the best thing I've ever written, for sure, but um, but you get something. So, 
just yesterday. Um, I write little commas, even when commas aren't like grammatically or like sentence structure correct, um, just to kind of like say where there are gaps in the vocal melody, you know what I mean? So just yesterday, comma, I had the same, I had the same feeling. Okay, feeling. And you'll notice I'm like singing as I go through too. So like, it's it's almost like I've got the guitar in my hand, but I haven't. Just yesterday, I had the same feeling I had. Feeling I had. Feeling I had. Oh, and this is where it's like, you know, what context does that make? So like, you kind of, um, it can be a good idea to go between just having the lyrics in your hand and picking up the guitar and then trying that again. Um, and there's no fault in going back to the beginning of the intro just to kind of see how the whole thing sounds as a whole. You don't have to do that, but it kind of helps to like establish a context of the song and can remind you of some of the emotional themes and the, just the general feel of the song, which can then spur you on to write another lyric. So let's give that a go. Yesterday, I had the same feeling I had waiting on you, feeling I had waiting for you. Waiting for you. Okay, so, cool. Okay, that works. That works. Um, feeling I had waiting on you. Waiting on you or waiting for you? That's kind of a question that <laughs> I wouldn't normally say out loud, um, but it's something that kind of goes through your head, like, what works... What works best in terms of what you're trying to write, like, in terms of a piece of writing, like, what makes sense? And then also what makes sense in terms of, like, what certain words stick out. If I go, the feeling I had, um, sitting right here, you know what I mean? Like, that sounds way too harsh. Sitting right here, it's too, uh, it's too sharp, you know, in, to my mind anyway. Just yesterday, I had the same feeling I had waiting for you. Waiting for you, I think, because it has that little f in the four, and the rest of it's quite waiting, like quite vowel heavy. So, same feeling I had waiting for you. Okay, so just yesterday I had the same feeling I had waiting for you. So, so that kind of like establishes a scene where you kind of like sit, I don't know, like you, I'm setting up a timeline here in a way, which is kind of a cool tool because it like it leads you into writing lyrics later on too. So just yesterday, um, so we're talking about the past already. So right now I'm sitting here writing about just yesterday. I had the same feeling I had waiting for you. So that implies further past, like like longer ago I was waiting for a person. Okay, cool. <laughs> Which actually happened to me, by the way. Believe it or not, I've waited for somebody. <laughs> and then we know that we're going to go into... Um, the second, I guess you could say, stanza of the verse, which is the same rhythm again. But then the next section, which I kind of already have, like, very, very loosely written, where it goes to um, a D, the five of the scale, like the proper five, um, instead of the five minor we're using in the verse. Um, let me see. So we know we've got that set up, so there can be a different emotion in the next part. Um, okay, anyway, so, just yesterday I had the same feeling I had waiting for you, I have to say, so, like, just yesterday, I to, it rhymes with, just had to say, ba -da -ba -ba. 
just a quick note that it can be helpful to go to a rhyming dictionary if you get like actually quite stuck, which I think I am because of doing this on the actual podcast. It's kind of weird. It's like having somebody else in the room. Um, so I'm looking for the word uh, same. Let me see in this rhyming dictionary. I mean, you can do it this online. I think there's just type in rhyming dictionary on Google and you'll find one. Probably cut this all out. 24. Okay, 24.4. So I'm just looking at the words that rhyme with same and yesterday and that sort of thing, you know. And, you know, use some poetic license as well. Acclaim, aflame, aim, became. Became's good. Um, just yesterday I had the same feeling I had waiting for you. I played the game. I played the game. And, and I became. Okay, I'm going to go for and I became, which is just like picking the word became out of the rhyming dictionary. So... I mean, the great thing about this as well is, like, this isn't set in stone. This is set in Biro. <laughs> so uh, so you can go back. What I'm saying is, like, go back after you've written the entire song and change the lyrics. You know, there's nothing to say you can't do that. Just yesterday I had the same feeling I had waiting for you and I became... Okay, so I've got the verse. I'll just read it. Just yesterday I had the same feeling I had waiting for you. And I became a memory at your sleeve who holds on loosely. Okay, so that matches the syllables, and I'm yet to play it on the guitar. Um, I also want to say that the first verse, I just remembered this, but the first verse always takes ages to write. So you're, you're hearing me talk now, but there was like a gap of like 10 minutes or something where I was just trying to make a verse that makes sense melodically in terms of the syllables and in terms of the... Um, the you know the subject matter I'm trying to talk about vaguely um so and the great thing with that is once you have your first verse lyrically written melodically written and chords it's like you kind of have your second verse written too it's just you kind of need to change change what is said you know what I mean like but you've got the actual infrastructure the skeleton there so let me play this and see how it sounds just yesterday I had the same feeling I had waiting for you I became a memory. Now that A is a bit too harsh. And I became your memory. Wait, hold on loosely. See, now I'm trying to move hold on loosely earlier. And I became your memory. Hold on loosely. Okay, so I'm changing I became a memory to I became your memory, just because it's a bit softer, um, you know, the word, the word's a bit softer. And I became your memory, had your sleeve who holds on closely. Holds on closely, okay, that's a cool thing as well, like a little accidental, like, uh, fuck up in the lyrics, like, hold on loosely, hold on closely. Um, and you might be asking, like, what difference does that make? But I, th- I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's like closely just feels better. It just feels better. And I think the more little moments you get where it's like, oh, that feels good. That like that feels like a good part of the song. Well, that feels like it, it works. The more confidence you get in, in writing going forward, and then the more you like the song. It's important to like the song that you wrote. Just yesterday, I had the same feeling. became your memory at 
So right there, I've just gone back to my iPhone and listened to the vague verse I had before. And that's kind of where that comes in really helpful because I know I've got that bit that goes, you know, no lyrics there yet, but I know I've got that part. And, um, and yeah, I probably would have forgotten that if I hadn't recorded it on my phone. So now again, it's like filling in the syllable gaps. And I could say, so I already got, and I could say one, two, three, four. It's like I've already got those syllables there. Um, and still, you know, and I could say, what could I say? Um, that is the question that, excuse me, that we're going to fill in now. And I became a memory at your sleeve who holds on closely. And I could say, maybe I believe. And you could say, it's all crazy mm -hmm. okay I actually see why a memory worked better now and I became a memory at your sleeve who holds on closer but Okay, so I'm editing back in now after taking like quite a long break trying to get this bridge. Um, you know, the bit, and I haven't gotten anything yet, but there's this thing that I do, and maybe this is hocus pocus or mumbo jumbo, what have you, but I always think that if I can write down something, then something else will come. So I said before, I've got that part already, and I could say, you know, the question is, what do I say? But I know I've got, and I could say, so I'm going to write that down, just so it's on the, on the paper. There's something, like, good about that. I don't know what it is. It's like, it makes you go, okay, I've got the start of a bridge, because if I didn't, why would, why would it be on the paper? And I could say, okay, so let me just keep playing with that now. And I could say, maybe I'll believe. Okay, so now I've got that part, and I could say, maybe I'll believe. Maybe, maybe I'll believe. Okay, so at this point, it's like, there's some emotional meaning to this, but it's not like a great deal of, like, um, sense. Like, there's no full picture being illustrated here yet, but, but like I said, you can go back and you can read the lyrics after. Um, and then I've got this lyric here in my head to rhyme with, and I could say, maybe I'll believe something up your sleeve so we think just like lyrically here just purely lyrically without music attached and i could say maybe i'll believe and then i'm gonna go and you that you could have something up your sleeve i'm gonna go for you could have that you could have something up your sleeve okay so then at least at least i mean i'm not majorly happy with those lyrics for that little bridge part but it provides you know it provides a bridge to the next section, which is fine, and I can go back and change those if I want. So, I could say, maybe I'll believe that you could have something up your sleeve. I don't know how you... So it's like, 
I'm just thinking melodically here. I want the next section to be a little bit different. And the way I'm going to establish that difference is to use a little bit of semitonal movement, but just like briefly. And what I mean by that is like, if, if my root is here, I wanna go. Kind of like Randy Newman type of chord writing. That could provide something cool. So, um, okay, at this point, I know I've got my verse and I know I've got my bridge, so I'm gonna take the, um, the phone and I'm gonna open the phone to the voice memos again and quickly record what I've got. So here we go. Your sleeve to take away. I don't Okay, so to keep that okay, I'll just press stop on the iPhone. To keep that um that sort of uh little Randy Newman you know, um that little part um snappy and and to be able to get back to the verse, because I feel like I need to get back to the verse at this point, you know, to the second verse, I'm going to just keep that bit nice and short. So let me just play the bridge again and see where we're sounding. And I could say maybe I believe that you could have something up your sleeve to take away. Okay, so already I've kind of got, um, I hope this isn't too vague. You know, because this is just kind of me thinking out loud. A lot of this is like my internal process, but I'm trying to describe it. So when I'm playing that little Randy Newman part I just talked about, that part, I was thinking like, what could she have up her sleeve and how could that affect me? You know, me, the narrator of this song and her, the um, the sort of uh, other character, I guess you could say, in the song. Um, so that makes me want to change the bridge lyrics a little bit. So right now they say, and I could, and I could say maybe I believe that you could have something up your sleeve. So I'm going to change that too, and I could say maybe I believe that she could have something up her sleeve, and then I can also elongate that line to take away. So what could she take away? It's like kind of like I hope this makes sense, but like you're trying to like progress the song by like asking little questions of yourself. You know, seeing what happens there. So I'm just gonna change these lyrics here a sec. Something like that could be kind of cool. Very short, little kind of. You know, you don't want to elongate that part too much because it's like a little bit of ear candy. It's a bit different from the rest of the song. She um, got something up her sleeve to take away that funny feeling from me. I take away that funny. same that's something that's something so it's like what could she give me what could i give her you know relationships sort of lyrics um good yes that funny feeling from me and i could do the same a funny feeling from me. okay so we've got what i think of when i'm writing songs so my songs are pretty short um we've got kind of like the majority of a song here so again i'm gonna i kind of do this at like it's almost like a, a checkpoint on a game or something like you want to record what you've got so far so that you a remember it and it's almost like a little like a payoff you know like hey i did it so i'm gonna press record and i'm gonna play to you and to my phone what i currently have so here we go just yesterday i had the same feeling i Waiting for you, and I became 
A memory at your sleeve who holds on closely And I could say maybe I'll believe That she could have something up her sleeve To take away that funny feeling from me And I could do the same Okay, so I press stop there. Um, so I'm very, relatively pleased with that. I mean, it's not perfect, but that's okay. Like, I think that's kind of a, a good point to drive home. That isn't by no means perfect. It's no means the best thing I've ever written, but we've got it. You know, we've got it recorded and we've got it written down on the paper. I've got every lyric written down there. Um, able to change later, but, you know, all good. Um, so from that point, and I could do the same. I know that I can just repeat that entire structure again, which I will probably do at this point because this podcast is going on a little bit longer than I anticipated. But hopefully that kind of helps quite a lot because that means that you can then circle back round from and I could do the same to the intro, you know, which is probably what I'll do there. I'm going to take a break here, but um, when I edit back in, I'm going to play you the full thing. Um, I'm going to try and include a little bit of variation in the second verse, either lyrically, musically, or something. And I'll try and talk about how I did that, if I indeed do do that. But what I'm going to do in this little gap is just write out the second verse, bridge, and little chorus-y, Randy Newman-y bit. Um, And kind of just do the same thing I did before, filling in the syllables. I'm just going to edit that out because it's not going to be very interesting to listen to, but um, I'll be right back. All right, I'm back. Okay, and I've written the second verse, bridge, and Randy Newman chorus. Um, so um, it's taken me a little while. I think that's another point I wanted to make. Is like you're hearing this quite streamlined. It might not seem like it because it's a relatively long episode, but I've cut out a lot of the bits of me just mumbling to myself. You know, you know, trying to find which syllables work. Um, a lot of me just playing the guitar has been cut out because it's, it doesn't make a good podcast, but it, it's all there, you know, it's all, it all takes a while. I mean, I started probably this, start doing this probably an hour and a half ago, and I've got a very, very short song from it, so it's like, it does take time. Um, and I've filled in the gaps, and uh, let me see what I've done here. I have changed the first chord of the second verse to a major 7, so instead of a G, I've got a G major 7. And for me, like instinctively, that changed the lyric from going just yesterday to just yesterday. So just the same rhythm, but kind of like reversed. So we're going down. And that's the only real difference. As you'll probably hear when I play it in a sec, the kind of tone lyrically in the second bridge and the second chorus um, is a little bit different. Um, I wanted to um, kind of vaguely call back to the first uh, verse uh, the way that started with Just Yesterday. Um, so the song actually ends with Just Yesterday. Um, and instead of her helping me with the funny feeling, and I could do the same, I go, um, maybe you and me can take away that funny feeling, that funny stranded feeling I put. So stranded isn't like waiting. So the feeling I had waiting for you, which is in the first verse, we had Just Yesterday, which was originally, we captured yesterday. But it's like, I'm only saying all this to kind of like illustrate that all these little um, changes, like they might seem really small, like captured to had just, they might seem really small, but those things kind of like make the song feel more streamlined and 
I don't know, just kind of like more pleasing, I guess, at least to me. So I'm going to play you the full song now, and then I'll probably be about it. I'll do a little wrap-up where I say where you can find Declan and me and, you know, how to email the show and all that sort of thing. Yeah, okay, here we go. It doesn't really have a name. I guess I should name it. Even that's like something to talk about, I guess. Like, how do you name songs? It's probably just the most interesting bit of the song. Sometimes the title's really obvious, but but not this time, apparently. Okay, I'm going to call it Maybe I'll Believe, which is just in the second bridge. There's no huge significance to that. I mean, uh, but it's a title and it sounds all right. Maybe I'll Believe. So here we go. This is Maybe I'll Believe. pretty short song, maybe I'll believe, um, and hopefully that helped a little bit in just seeing the little nooks and crannies of songwriting, and sort of, I think the thing is really where to persevere, and where to sort of not get too hung up, does that make sense, like, like for example, when I was in the first verse there, I could have really got hung up on, like, what should the lyrics be? What should they be? And what should they be about? What story should they tell? And if I'd have got too hung up there, I don't think I would have gotten any further to the bridge. I think by having a sort of, like, one foot in, like, really trying to sculpt it and, like, make it a really good, well-thought-out piece of music and another foot in just, like, meandering around and really playing, just, like, playing for the sake and the the enjoyment of playing uh, with melodies and with chords and just playing the guitar and singing like I think having that fun element to it helps um I'll admit that writing on the podcast was (laughs) quite difficult um that's another little tip it's like if you're having trouble writing and you often have people around you like when you're writing that can be that can be a problem I mean I've said this on the the podcast before but I've had like um I've had my brother in the room while I've been writing uh last season you know what I mean like uh, a few episodes ago and it was so difficult and it was even difficult writing with with you listening you uh you guys listening to this um so I think writing alone is a good way to write I think it allows you to be a little bit more um uninhibited and uh, come up with more ideas and kind of be less uh you know less worried about people hearing what you're up to um so 
Yeah, because the second verse was way easier to write than the first verse, which is often the case because, like I said before, you've already got your syllables and your chords and your lyrical theme set up, but it's also easier to write by yourself. You know, I had the mic off when I was doing that. So um, let me know if this has helped. Let me know if there's anything you would like me to cover more extensively. Um, thanks for listening. I really hope this has been helpful. I mean, I was thinking to myself, like, how qualified am I to do this kind of thing? It's like it's kind of an imposter syndrome, like, who am I to do this? But um, having done the podcast for a little while and picked up a couple of tips and tricks along the way, I thought I might as well at least share them and give you a bit of um, something to listen to while you're stuck at home. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's all from me. You can find me at rogerheathers.com. Um, you can find Declan. Uh, he's Declan Kitchener on SoundCloud. Um, and he's got a new album coming out soon, um, which is going to be really good. I've heard all the demos and um, helped a lot with um, getting them up and running and uh, that sort of thing. So he's just fully demoed his album. And um, that's got loads of podcast songs on it that he's produced up. And um, it's going to sound really, really good. Um... I am releasing two new singles with a new project of mine called Dullards um, on April 30th, so the 30th of, the 30th of this month, which, like, when this comes out, this is that's like just over a week away, so um, definitely uh, check out Dullards, that's D-U-L-L-A-R-D-S. Um, it's my project with um, my friend George Pilgrim, and uh, we've got two songs, one of them around the podcast, actually, Grand Pier. Um, I've produced that up, um, and then he's he's on that one as well, and then it's kind of like a double A side, if you can call it that, with Grand Pier and Unlucky For You, which is um, one that he wrote the lyrics for, and I wrote the music for. So that's coming out. Um, we're doing, uh, not Dullards, but me, Declan, Joe, um, Ruben, who's been on the show before, uh, a couple of other people. Um, we're doing a Beatles cover EP, just to kind of, like, pass the time for a bit of fun in this uh, quarantine time. And that'll probably be out next month. Um, in fact, it will be out next month. I'm committing to that. So I don't just let it linger and, you know, carry on forever. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, thanks for listening. Email the show, by the way. Um, if you have any questions or if you want to, if you wrote a song using this method, or method, using the little tips and tricks I, I just um, shared or you wrote a song in any way generally and you kind of want some feedback or, you know, for us to hear it and maybe play it on a future episode, then send it to weeklysongpodcast at gmail.com. That is in the show notes of the SoundCloud page. Um, what I was going to say. If you enjoy the podcast, um, share it with somebody. Why not? And um, rate it on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps the show, genuinely. I've got indigestion. Because I drank the last bit of coffee too fast. Um, let me think. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm just talking for no reason at this point. Oh, yeah. One last thing is um, Declan and I have an idea, like a vague idea for developing songs. And we're going to do a, a phoner episode next week. So that'll be Declan and I together back again. And yeah, that's it. Okay, cool. I uh, hope you're well. Do take care. And uh, thank you for listening. Giraffe.